as he landed, he saw the crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. Ozibu on a rute bangwe to ohuru igwe madu ebere ye mehe owe bido kizigde ni hihe maka na hedege igwatara genwego nyenche The Lord is compassion and love. Be compassionate as your heavenly Father is compassionate. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Oh, shepherd of Israel, you who lead Jacob's flock, please hear us. We are the sheep of his flock, the people he leads. These are all words from the Bible, from the scripture. Last Sunday, we heard in the gospel how Jesus sent out the twelve, gave them instructions, told them to be simple not ambitious, not grabbing, not looking for money or personal gain or comfort, but to preach repentance, to liberate people from evil, from ignorance, from sin. Send them in twos. Today, we hear that they came back, halata, as they came back, what did they do? They reported to him what they had done. He had a feedback. You are sent and you go. We presume you go because you don't come back. And when you have gone on the message, you report back. Feedback. Without that, there is no way of assessing whether actually you did what you were sent to do. They came back. We know that in the, one of the Gospels, they told him how even the devil was so afraid of them and Satan fell. And he told them, look, that is not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in your own salvation. Nenda ine men of God. 
Ozo chokon zapota. Paulus no nwere godo. Na aja gwagburundo ozo kuchukwa chokda chokde nenigwe. Man of God, man of God, man of God at the end he ends up in the devil's house on with God. He told them, it's your salvation I'm interested in. This time, he didn't make any comment. He just told them, this is the time for you to refuel, to retank. Magandon abo hecho father office. I say, and the father no, oh, father on the gate to Kudal, Ogabeng, Bama Bialen, no, no. When I say father, you can also read the bishop. When the Ogad two months, I told him, my bishop. Mabeng, Bama Biala, son, no. Well, I'm going to go near Jesus, bishop. Bia, Sheba, Fata, come back to me. Kizumike. Without that, without renewal of our nearness to Christ, our closeness to him, our communion to him, we become messengers of ourselves and our personalities will take center stage. Oh, be Jimmy. Iyama. Ijagwa munye zirig. Nekuihem naho. Nekuihem uhur. Amag mobizi zirubem naeme osigo. Come and stay with me for some time. And all of us have to do it. There are moments that parents want to be left alone. And they should be left alone. Mane kwekweri ni ezuika angwa. They entered the boat. Nke ngoshua na agamati yi You enter the plane. You go, you are going to rest. From under the receiving airport, now I call them a problem. He entered the boat, and as they landed on the other side, people knew where they went and followed him. Trouble a bit of again. But one point I want us to take away today: as he saw them, he was tired. His apostles were tired, but he had compassion. The translation we read said, Pity. A bere he merie. John chapter 21. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I do. Then feed my sheep. Take care of my lambs. Feed my flock. Tender my flock. If you don't love me, you cannot love my flock. You can't love the sheep that belong to me. You will not have compassion or pity on them. You'll be behaving like a hireling, like Onye Gote Onyorungu, Ogabriyangwatara. Compassion. All of us who have had the responsibility of leadership in the church entrusted to us should know that without compassion, we can't lead anybody. Compassion. 
a last a very obey a very mad Last Sunday I was on pastoral visit to Adaba. Makandi chiri nemu kude room. Latama munkem banagarakor. And my my homily that day I was saying that very often we as church leaders and members forget to show compassion to people when they need it most. Example now abominating every time but burial and wedding. And sometimes their behavior is not very irritating to the parish priest. Everything the important about sacrament of matrimony, they forget them. They forget that. And they arrange, where they make decoration, ne mbaja no jagbang, whatever that means. Manyo bata yonyo mo pawai. O pawai utozo na jate ye holeja. Manendo je me arrange decoration now, 500,000, 1 million. No problem. Onye photo. Boshuan kemu barako ne check the mehenese photo got two hours. And these things are worrying them. Oruze a day to the wedding. Hechetin a hegelegu confession. And wedding was sacrament and anata. No kwa gracia. Matrimony. Ijumanya mugede baptism kade osaya magambon. Father, bamba, yarehede, bamu to jegreno mwinugu. Eh 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 eh. Father, those people are not thinking clearly. Namakti enemy. Only when they begin to watch the videos and photographs, they even begin to realize some of the stupid things they did. They don't think clearly. Father, compassion. You have to help them do the right thing, but with compassion. Once the compassion is not there, and all because also Father, under Sion, it is wrong for you to belong to an organization or association without identifying. That is true. But the church is not where you take revenge for those who have not been faithful. Compassion. It is only with compassion that you can convince the person that there is something wrong. I don't know how women whose husbands die manage to notice all those who did not come. Makane confuse her, not the mongu bonu wine, dear, 
ona ama ne mama ngozi abelego ama amuge heja amaya o but the state of mind of a bereaved person is not the time for discipline it is the time for compassion and within compassion you can then direct the person on the route to go that was what i was saying last sunday and today the lord returns to the theme of compassion of every leader that every leader should have he was tired his apostles were tired but when he saw them he was able to know what they needed at that moment at most it is only when we have compassion for the people that you will know when the person approaches you or when they approach you whether they are looking for food for money for an attentive ear for understanding for a word of consolation but you have to pay attention first have compassion that is the word he had compassion for them and he knew they needed knowledge first. He sat down and began to teach them. It was only after having taught them. That chapter continues and tells us he then gave them food. Send these people home. But in chapter 8, chapter 6, in chapter 8 of Mark's gospel, when Jesus saw the crowd, he had compassion with them for them because they had been with they, for him or with him for days and they had no food. Because of compassion, that moment he knew they needed food more than more teaching. Compassion. Now, all of us should pray for the gift of compassion for all our spiritual leaders. Because without it, we become mercenaries. We become Ijehemophis. Or rather, mortuary. Ijehemochuare. Ozu negamabu nagamabu jigamabu munyegu. Funya hanara ne mortuary. Ihobuni abogono. Ozu. He is not interested in your tears. Without compassion. We become like multitians. We may be efficient. But without compassion, you are no longer able to lead the people back to God. What do you do? You drive them away. You scatter them. But then, having said that, we also have to remember the verse from John's Gospel, chapter 10, that we read as gospel acclamation. John chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. If the Lord has compassion and understands you, and your needs, will you, are you ready to then be a willing sheep 
to follow him where you will have rest. Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. Sometimes, while leading me to restful waters, we will pass through dark valleys. This, the English translation says, if I should walk in the valley of darkness, the true translation, more correct translation should be, if I should walk through the valley of darkness, because you are not going to stay there. So long as God is leading you, no, trust him. He will lead you through it. But if you are not listening, if you don't know that he has compassion for you and loves you, you will not even follow where he is leading. And that is also what happens to many of us in the church. Sometimes indications given out of love and compassion are not understood because we are not listening. Something like, don't keep your dead for too long so that you can mourn him or her and then go ahead with your life. Over punishment. Because we are not listening. We are not aware that this thing was a directive given out of compassion. Are you listening? When I read from Jeremiah, doom, a woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. As a chief shepherd in Ansuka, I feel like sitting down, because it is talking to me. When I read this passage first, preparing for today's homily, I entered into argument with God. Ask me, God, if you are telling me who that I'm scattering your sheep, what about the sheep that is not listening to me? Tell them also to listen. myself. Leave that one to me. Do your own first. Woe to the shepherds. Now this is what we should know. St. Paul says, not many of you should become teachers and leaders because those of us who are teachers and leaders will have greater judgment. Go and read Ezekiel chapter 34 and see the condemnation that God reserves to the shepherds who are Taking the, using all the privileges they have as shepherds, but abandoning their responsibilities. Good shepherds, like God, like Christ. By listening, by following. Because sometimes there is frustration. Let everybody now sit down. Some will stand up and leave. I'm sure. I won't try it because I know it will happen. Sometimes 
Hejiru Ikbanku Meme Reception. Mane since that SCC Naga be wu, na jag bari don kotupu yak bayakuko. Makane TMA or Gabiu. Oh, when did they like that? So if you are not listening to the shepherd, what encourages them to be good shepherd? They give their life, they offer their best, but there is no response. But let us move the argument a little further. It may surprise you. The word for shepherd in Latin is pastor. So when you talk of shepherd, all of us who are pastors of souls, whether ordained in the church or self-appointed, we are shepherds. But Jeremiah was not talking to spiritual leaders. Jeremiah was talking to kings and their advisors, the various arms of government in Israel during his time. Israel saw herself as people of God, led by God through judges, kings, prophets. The priests, their roles were limited on the altar, but being the leadership of the people, kings and the prophets helped them to listen to the voice of the Lord and lead the people in the right direction. The kings did not listen to the prophets. And the people of Israel were scattered to various nations. And God was angry with the leaders, politicians and rulers. Now, as religious leaders, we also know that we are addressed because every leader, whether political, religious, social, national, community, you are acting in God's name. But this passage was directed primarily to leaders. Now, who will help those who are leading the nation called Nigeria today to hear these words? Woe to you, leaders of Nigeria, because you have scattered the people of Nigeria. This country is breaking up under your watch because you would not listen to the voice of truth and the voice of reason and have compassion for the people. A few days ago, a state governor in this country was going around his state to campaign for election at his party local government elections. We know that there are campaigns. They already know who will be local government chairman. The election is a waste of time and money. But he was going around. And this state governor is quoted as saying, I am sorry, my people. I did not know that your roads are so bad. Governor. Ishiwe. That is the country we are in.
Does the commander-in-chief of the armed forces in Nigeria know that two of his soldiers were slaughtered a few days ago in our area? And does he care? Nigerians have always wanted to divide. Shortly before independence, the North wanted to be alone. And we know it from history. I keep saying that removing history from our curriculum does not help us. Our children should know what happened in the past. Because what they feared would happen to them started happening in other places. At some point, it was the West who wanted to secede. Eventually, it was the East who decided they were going because they were not wanted. And the response was a war. The Biafra-Nigeria war. But at every given moment, you hear of one group or another wanting to secede from Nigeria. Today, everybody wants to go. Everybody. And the leaders, do they ever ask themselves why? At no time in our history as a nation have we been so polarized along ethnic and religious lines as we have had since 2015. We talk of a leader who is firm, okay. But is that leader who is firm also compassionate? Is he worried about the people and their welfare? When I say leader, I'm also talking of leader. Without compassion, you can't lead, no matter how righteous you think you may be. Now everybody wants to go. The Easterners say they want to go. The Westerners say they want to go. The Middle Belt says it wants to go. The Northeast says it wants to go. The Northwest, everybody wants to go. Everybody wants to divide Nigeria. And I keep saying, that is not the solution. Division is not solution. Separation is not the solution. Because if we separate, if we divide, if we balkanize Nigeria without conversion of hearts, we will carry our pockets of problems and grumblings home. Southern Sudan should teach us a lesson. In Sudan, the north was always oppressing the south, so they thought. And they fought wars for 20-something years. And eventually they got independence as southern Sudan. After one year, they started fighting again. Southern Sudan, the two ethnic groups, majority Christians. Two years ago, the Pope called them to Rome. Two Christians who were leaders of the warring factions. It is something year old Pope went down on his knees and kissed their feet, begging them to reconcile. They are still fighting. Christians from the south of Sudan. Our problem will not be solved by Biafra. No matter what anybody thinks. What is happening is that bad governance, arrogance, high-handedness, injustice, discrimination, and lack of fairness in the legal and political systems have turned criminals into heroes scoundrels 
self-seeking delusionary megalomaniacs have become saviors of the people. Because a government that should unite the people is separating them. And let me advise, if I can, if I'm permitted to, as a priest, those who are leading us, no amount of arrests, no amount of harassment and intimidation, no amount of occupation of eastern Nigeria or western Nigeria by military forces will stop the, the struggle or the cries for self-determination. The more you oppress those areas, the more those who claim to be their leaders will become important. Nobody wants to live where things are working well to where things are not working. The only solution to those agitations, good governance, justice, fairness, that will give us security so that nobody will feel excluded and nobody will think that only a particular ethnic group or tribe is important. If that is not done, the more of the leaders of the agitators are locked up, the more, more radical and deadly ones will arise. It's not, it's not rocket science. How many leaders of Boko Haram have they killed? Once you kill one, another one will emerge. And we are not learning from that experience. Any leadership that produces only division knows it has failed. And should have the humility of accepting Nika Goya. I've tried, but I'm tired. I can see I can't solve this problem. We have so many, we call it a very beautiful name, IDPs, internally displaced persons. Refugee. Refugees in their own country. Refugees in their own states. People who can no longer sleep at home and others have been elected to protect them and give them security. And in the midst of that type of situation, anybody who comes up and says, I will redeem you from oppression, becomes a hero. Even if he's only a businessman or woman. Today, through the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord says, I shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. The remaining flock, I will lead them back together. Now, this is to say what Paul tells us, since we are Christians, in Christ, we should find the source of our unity, our new identity. And we should become agents of unity and not agents of division. Agents of peace and not agents of violence. Agents of negotiation when we disagree and not agents of scattering. That is what Jesus does in our life. And that is the invitation extended to every Christian today. 
Put yourself, make yourself one with Christ so that you become an agent of unity and reconciliation. Because only so will you allow the Lord to bring back the scattered children of Nigeria. The same thing is true of churches. If we are like Christ the Good Shepherd, we should be able then to bring back all those who may have left the church because of their negative experiences. Some families, their children are no longer visiting home because of the division in the families. We, in our families, especially fathers and mothers, should be agents of unity and reconciliation in Christ. But for that to happen, we have to be compassionate as our father is compassionate. God is compassion and love. And we have been created in his image and likeness. We should also be compassion and love, but also have a listening ear because he is the shepherd. Let us have faith in his leadership capacities. Let us trust him. Let us pray to him. And in openness to him, we will see indications for reconciliation because divided we fall. The scattering is not a positive phenomenon. It is the reconciliation and recomposition of the people of God that will make us able to realize his will and his purpose for our salvation, for our creation, for our nation. He had compassion on them. Because they were like sheep without shepherd. Lord, teach us compassion and make us also listening sheep. Amen.